give yourself grace. It's okay to, like you said, serve the same meal two, three times in a row. It's okay if you're not the most effective mom every single day or the most effective business leader each day. It's okay because in the long run, what are the things that matter? Being with your family, spending time with your family, your family's mental health, your mental health, all of those things that make you feel fulfilled, that recharge your batteries, focus on those. So many of the other things are just noise in the background. Welcome to season four of the CEO Mom podcast, The Woman, The Mother, and The Myths. The podcast of CEO Mom Magazine, the publication that puts super momming into perspective. I'm your host, Vonna Matthews. So let's listen in. I am super excited to have with me today, Tara Clark. She is the founder of the incredible Instagram account, Modern Mom Probs, and she has turned this account into what has become one of my favorite books, Modern Mom Probs. So before we dive into this incredible book and learning more about Tara, I want to give you a little bit about her background. Established in 2017, Modern Mom Props is a parenting, humor, and lifestyle Instagram account developed by Tara Clark. She presents realistic issues facing modern parents in a humorous, heartwarming light. Tara creates content for the parenting powerhouse website, Scary Mommy, and was featured in 201 Magazine as an influencer to watch. Tara is a frequent guest on podcasts discussing modern parenting. These podcasts include Marriage and Martini, Fun in a Mom Bun, Motherhood, and Breaking Down Parenting, the Parent Normal Podcast. She is the author of the book, Modern Mom Probs, or Survival Guide for 21st Century Mothers. Tara Clark is the very funny and authentic voice of a generation of modern mothers. She got her start in social media while working at Nickelodeon, where she oversaw the social media accounts for Nick Jr. and Nick and I. Tara, I am so excited to be speaking with you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Tell us a little bit more about you and your journey to motherhood. Sure. So my husband and I are high school sweethearts, and we've actually been together in life longer than we've been apart. And so we got married um, at 26, and we waited a few years to start a family. We said, let's just enjoy this this married thing for a while. And so we did. And, and then we decided, okay, let's now try to have a family. And sometimes biology has other plans. And so unfortunately, I had suffered from three miscarriages. And then after that had unexplained infertility. And then that required me to get three IUIs, which luckily the last IUI worked and I was able to have my son Jack. So it's not necessarily what the path that we thought that it was going to be, but luckily we had each other and we just kept pushing on and moving on and and it worked out for us. Awesome. I'm so glad it did. And I'm so glad you talked about that a little bit in your book. And of course, we're going to dive into that, your chapter on expectations. But I love that you were so transparent about that because so many moms can relate to that. And one of the things you talked about in your book that I really appreciated because I can relate myself and I really appreciated how you discussed that it's not normalized. It's not talked about enough, but it is it is very normal. And so thank you for shining a light on that. 
Oh, you're, you're welcome. And I think a big part of what I do, and especially in, in the book, is that I want to normalize these tough conversations. When I suffered those pregnancy losses, I didn't have anyone to talk to or anywhere to turn, or I, I at least I felt that I didn't have anywhere to go. And so my husband and I sort of bore the burden of that just ourselves and just the two of us. And so now I'm happy that there are platforms like my own that we're able to, you know, share these conversations and share these stories to to help women understand that they're not alone in these experiences. Not at all. It's so incredibly important to have those conversations. So let's talk a little bit about this incredible community that you have on Instagram. So you started Modern Mom Prom props and it has mm-hmm. over 600,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this Instagram community. How did it come about and what can someone who is new to the community expect? Sure. So I started the account when my son was about three years old and I was looking for a creative outlet and a way to also meet mothers and, and make friends. And, and I didn't have, although living in New York City, which is like the biggest city in America, I didn't have a lot of mom friends. And so I sort of created this as a way to be my own digital village. And little did I know that here we are with, like, you know, over 600,000 followers later that, you know, other people also were looking for a digital village. And so that's what we have together. And so as far as like the content, I'd like to say it's a little bit of everything. I I like to bring the humor. I like to bring the relatability. I like to post things that really resonate with people. I like to have both empowering and inspiring posts, but also funny. I'm here to make women realize that they're not alone in, in their experiences. And again, everyone's motherhood journey and parenting journey may look a little different, right? And and that's fine. And that that's absolutely okay. But I think it's so important that we are supportive of each other. So my journey may not look like yours or, or someone else across the street. But as long as we are supportive and inclusive of that, I think that's the most important thing. I I agree. And I think even as you speak about how our journeys may differ, I think one of the things that makes your your community so incredible is how relatable it is. And and I I can't say that enough because just the way you've written the book, there's so many me too. I get that. That's our family. There's so much in there that people connect to. And I think that's part of the reason so many women and so many moms and probably dads as well have connected to modern modern moms. I I like to think so. Like when I wrote the book, I wanted it to be, the feeling of like a girlfriend sitting you down on the couch and being like, all right, listen, this is how it's going to be. And, you know, if someone just handed you this book and then you said, okay, well, what does motherhood look like in 2020 or 2021? They say, okay, this is it. This is the hand guide. This is my girlfriend telling me this, 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 and this, and I need to know that, 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 and that, and that, and, and put it all together in just one book. Yes. And you've done an incredible job. Mm, Thank you. You're welcome. So before we dive into the book, you use the term, and of course, it's what your community is called. It's it's a part of your book. So tell us, describe the modern mom. Ooh, you know, that's, that's a tough question because, again, everyone has a different journey, right? But I sort of like to think of a very overarching idea. When I originally came up with the concept of modern mom probs, it was sort of a joke about 
first world problems like, you know, going to shop at, you know, Walmart or Target or, you know, those kinds of things. But then as it progressed, and that was five years ago when I first started that, as it progressed, it got deeper than that. Then we started having like these real conversations, these tough conversations. And then like the concept of what modern mom problems also shifted, right? Like, of course, yes, it's having to deal with laundry. It's having to be a working mother. It's, it's all of those things. It's having to deal with technology and screen time. And maybe your family doesn't live next door like they used to. But then it's also other things, you know, it's, you know, maybe the lack of like paid child care or, or like uh, maternal leave, like different things like that. And so it's really morphed over the course of the time. I know I'm not answering your your question. So a modern mom, a modern mom is a supportive, inclusive, confident, intelligent person who wants to raise her children to be the same and do the same. And each generation is going to work harder and, and strive to be the kindest, most accepting and most supportive that they can be. I love it. I love it. When you say comparing that our generation, if you will, with maybe our parents' generation, do you believe that there is a lot more pressure on our generation or a lot less? And how are we responding to that? I think that, yes, absolutely. The one defining thing about modern motherhood is that parenting is almost considered like a sport now. It's like a verb. It's like something that you do. It's not just like, oh, I am a parent. It's like, oh, how do you parent? And that's a big difference from being raised when I was raised in the 80s compared to now. And so, you know, the the industry of parenting, which is obviously a big industry that I'm in right now, like that's an industry. I don't think that was necessarily the same back then. You know, like my mom was concerned, like, yeah, she wanted to raise a raised me to be a good kid. Yes, yeah, she wanted to make sure I went to church. Yes, yeah, she wanted to make sure that I I treated others with respect. And, and I did all of those things and I continue to do all of those things. But I think it's a big shift in the societal pressures that we do feel as modern mothers. You know, social media plays into that, technology, Google, all of those things play into it where that was not necessarily the case 20, 30 years ago. That is so true. And and I think I was I was having this conversation with my husband the other day is I do think that our parents did have a little bit of guilt about certain things and they did feel some pressure, but it feels like the pressure was bigger and a little less superficial than what we experience now. And it's not to say that we aren't, but a lot of times, and I'll just speak for myself, if my kid has the same meal two nights in a row or three nights in a row, it's like, whoo, I need to switch it up. Yes, that that's absolutely true. Like I know for my mother, she had a lot of guilt because my parents were divorced. They got divorced when I was two years old. So I, I was always raised by my single mom and she worked a lot. She worked 120 hours a week, every week for like 25 years. She is a hard worker. And I know that she feels guilt that she wasn't able to be the mother that my grandmother was, who was a stay-at-home mom. She cooked all of her own meals. She had a garden. She made the clothes, you know, that very traditional role of, of women back in the 50s. And so that's what my mom was hoping was the life that she was going to have. It didn't end up being the life that she had. And so I think that that was her guilt, you know, is that she felt bad that, you know, things didn't work out with my dad and that she had to work as hard as she did and, and all of those things. And so, yeah, there's definitely, you know, those kind of pressures. And I, I know that she 
did the best that she could and, and, you know, God bless her. And I'm so glad that she, that she has, and I'm so fortunate for that. But parents of previous generations, whether we realize it or not, definitely did have a certain level of mom guilt. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would agree. I absolutely agree. So let's, let's dive a little bit into the book. And and first I want to start out by talking about the inspiration behind the book. So what inspired you to turn the modern mom pops community into the book? Modern Mom Props, a survival guide for 21st century mothers. The book is definitely an analog version of the Instagram account. It is funny. It is sweet. It is serious. It's relatable. It's all of those things that you see digitally, but but in a nice little book that you could give to someone as a gift or that you could read on the beach or that you could read after you put the kids to bed or whatever for the night. And so what inspired me was that my good friend, Mary, who is my illustrator, she said to me, you know, Tara, like if Instagram went away tomorrow, well, then what would happen to our work? Like it would just like, poof, it'd be gone. And I was like, yeah, you're right, Mary. That's a really good point. And so right around that same time, someone had approached me about the concept of, of writing a book. And I said, oh gosh, like, yeah, maybe, maybe let's do that. That's a great idea. Our initial concept was actually more focused on the art than it was as like a survival guide or a handbook and sort of through the production process with my publisher and literary agent and stuff like that, it's sort of like guided that way. And so you see the book that you have now, which is, like I said, it's more of a handbook for moms than it was like a coffee table book. It is. And it's, it's, it's a great read. It's, it's a really great read. So you guys did an excellent job of, of thank you. You're welcome of turning your community into a book. So there's so much to love about this book. And one being how you break down the challenges of motherhood, which of course you call modern mom props. I want to go over some of the mom props you discuss, just to name a few. There's baby props, you props, meal props, friend props, and relationship props. So we're going to talk about a couple of, and and I didn't name them all. We're going to talk about a couple Early in the book, you talk about the expectations of motherhood and parenting. And I want to read an excerpt from the book. This really jumped out at me. Your child will fall short of some of your expectations. That is a certainty. That you will fall short of your own expectations as a mother is also quite certain. But how, you may wonder, do I deal with that? I'll tell you what has worked for me. Lower your expectations, love yourself, and love that child. That is incredible, incredible advice. What was the hardest expectation of motherhood that you've had to let go? And share some of the methods you discussed in the book to let go of baby and motherhood expectations. There are so many. When when my son was first born, I was just like a bundle of nerves. I wanted to do the right thing. I wanted to feed him the right things. I wanted to make sure he was eating and sleeping and, you know, doing, playing with the right toys and all of that kind of stuff. And as time has progressed, I've been a mother now for eight and a half years. My son is eight and a half years old. As time has progressed, I've learned to let so much of that go because your children are going to develop into being the people that they're going to be, not necessarily the person that you're pushing them to be or the person that you imagine that they would be when you were carrying them. And you need to make peace with that and you need to be okay with that. And, and you know, 
I thought that my son would maybe love baseball or love soccer or love sports in general. And you know what? He's not that kid. He's more of a nature person, right? He likes getting out there, playing in the dirt, running around uh, in the grass. And like, that's fine. And that's wonderful. So sometimes you have to change your expectations on what you think this child is going to, is going to be. And you have to respect that, you know, because they are their own individuals. That is so true. I, I say that we have to remind ourselves, at least um, I, ha- I have, that we didn't have clones of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We did. You know, these are actual individual people, as you mentioned. Let's get to chapter five, which was personally my favorite chapter. Um, there's, oh, there's so much good stuff in there. So, so much good stuff in there. Chapter five is the you props. And since this is CEO Mom Magazine, let's get straight to it. Let's talk about the balancing act of motherhood. And another excerpt from the book, before you were their mother, you were someone. This chapter celebrates you, the 21st century mother. You're still you, only now you got some kids. Remember that. And that is something that we really, really emphasize here at CEO Mom Magazine, the importance of remembering the woman before the mother. You also say in the book, for me, self-care has been about identifying what depletes me, persons, places, things. If this resonates with you, I suggest you write it out in a journal, bullet point it, see it, cross it out, and then take some action by avoiding these energy vampires to change your situation. And I love the way you talk about self-care from the perspective of self preservation. How mm-hmm. did you get to the point where you not only recognize how important self-care is, but you've learned to consistently prioritize it? That's it, You know, it's funny. As you were reading that, I literally got chills. I got goosebumps <laughs> because I almost like, not that I had forgotten, but you know, I, I don't read it all the time. And so when I read that, I was like, gosh, yes, that's it. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> but yes. Going back to that, you know, I think it's so important because many people, myself included, have a toxic friend or a toxic family member. And sometimes it's so important to create boundaries around that person to protect yourself. Because if someone's going to call you 15 times a day to pile on all of the garbage that they're going through, that's going to hold you back both time-wise and emotionally and mentally, it's going to hold you back from getting to where you need to be. And so I think that setting boundaries around those toxic friends, family members, whatever it is, is is your way for self-preservation. And I count that as self-care. I love it. I love it. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone has that one person in their life that you're not sure. You're like, oh, come on, let me get through a day without having to listen to them pile on all their problems on you. Absolutely. That is a word that everyone needs to hear. So when you talk about prioritizing self-care, what role does that play into your belief that moms should abandon this idea of balance? 
Yes. So I often talk, and especially in the book, I talk about balance and like crushing that idea, crush that notion, because what you should be striving for, because the thing is, is that balance is a notion that sets us up to fail. People, you'll never be perfectly balanced because if one thing's balanced then the other thing's going to be unbalanced and, and it's impossible to achieve perfect equilibrium. So what I say is to focus on effectiveness. And what does that mean? That means that whatever you're doing at that exact time, be the best at it at that moment. Whether it's spending one-on-one time with your children and being present with them, then you're being an effective mother. If you're at work and you're running your business and then run that business and then you're being an effective business leader. So whatever it happens to be, and if you have to schedule that time, and I do recommend you scheduling that time, schedule that time to be effective in those different roles in different areas in your life. And that may go for being an effective wife too, right? Maybe you need some one-on-one time with your partner. Maybe schedule that in so you just focus on your partner one-on-one, gaze into each other's eyes and tell each other how much you love each other. But it's important because if you're trying to do all the things all the time, you're just not going to be able to do it. You're going to feel burnt out. And that's where the resentment and the burnout comes from. One of the things that is so good about this book is it does make the challenges of motherhood digestible. Like we, we've, we've talked about it's relatable, but it makes you feel like, okay, I can, I can do this. I can be okay. I can mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. So what is the one thing that you want moms to take away from modern mom props? The one thing that I want people to remember and to really keep in mind is give yourself grace. It's okay to, like you said, serve the same meal two, three times in a row. It's okay if you're not the most effective mom every single day or the most effective business leader each day. It's okay because in the long run, what are the things that matter? Being with your family, spending time with your family, your family's mental health, your mental health, all of those things that make you feel fulfilled, that recharge your batteries, focus on those. So many of the other things are just noise in the background. So like I said, give yourself grace and learn to let go. That's the biggest thing that I've learned in the past eight years as a mother, and it keeps evolving every day, is Learn to let go of the notions that you think you have to live up to as a modern mom. You do you. You you know what's right for you and your family. Do that. I love that. I love that. I'll say I'd love to share one takeaway. There's so, so much. But one takeaway for me is to normalize the chaos of motherhood. It's it's very normal for your two-year-old to have a meltdown in the Macy's fitting room because she doesn't want to take the swimsuit off that she was just yes. supposed to try on. Like that's normal and, and it's okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay. So how can our listeners connect with you? Sure. So on Instagram, they could find me at modern mom probs. And then on my website is www.modernmomprobs.com. And then the book is available wherever books are sold online. So Amazon, target.com, walmart.com, barnesandnoble.com, any of those places. I love it. What's next for the Modern Mom Probs brand? Oh, you really want to know, Vaughn? I got I got a really exciting thing happening in the fall. Oh. I yeah, it's exciting. I am launching a Modern Mom style box. Oh. 
It is a rental subscription clothing box. And I'm so excited. I'm partnering with a company called Castle and they currently have one called Teacher Style Box, but now we're opening it up for the modern moms. And so maybe we'll have to come back and talk about that in the fall. Absolutely. Please do. Please do. I I love what you're doing. I love your brand and I love how real and it's funny. So ladies, please get this book. This is an incredible book. And like I said, it's an easy read. It's a good read, but it's funny. And there are so many me too. I get it moments. And it's just something that you can just really sink yourself into and, and see yourself as a mother. So thank you so much for writing this book and for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. This was an absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the CEO Mom Podcast, The Woman, The Mother, and The Myths. We hope you've enjoyed the conversation as much as we have. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe and definitely rate us. Go deeper with us on every episode by subscribing to our exclusive newsletter at CEOMomMagazine.com. There, we'll provide tips and information based on every episode. This podcast is produced by For Her Media with music by BOPD and C. Scott. Until the next conversation, thanks for joining us. Thank you.